I'm Dr. Omar Khan. I'm Dr. Shannon Gowland. I'm Dr. Tiffany Dursey. And welcome to Vet Sessions. Welcome back to Vet Sessions. My name is Dr. Tiffany Dursey, and I'm in-house today with Dr. Deep Kosa. Hi, Deep. Hi. Thanks for coming on the show today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm excited to talk to you. We've got lots of interesting things to talk about insofar as a great study that you did. Uh, before we get started, though, can you tell us briefly about yourself, your current position, and uh, how you got to be where you are today? Sure thing. So I'm a faculty here at the, in the Department of Population Medicine at the OVC. I'm also an academic co- coordinator at the Hills Pet Nutrition Primary Healthcare Centre. Uh, my background, I was in general practice for 17 years and then um, did a membership in small animal medicine through examinations and then a PhD finally in veterinary education and then sort of took the step into academia and here I am. That's uh, quite a background, that's amazing. And obviously we've got your beautiful Australian accent, not yet Canadianized. Not yet Canadianized. No, I don't know if I'm ever going to lose this accent. Actually. Well, it's lovely. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, Dr. Kosa is here today to talk to us about an inter- uh, interesting study that she did regarding a pet owner's online search experiences for pet health information and the perceived effects on their interactions and relationships with the veterinarians. Can you tell us about why you decided to study where pet owners get their information from? Sure. So, I, first of all, a huge shout out to Nanette Lai, who is a PhD student on this project, and she's also first author as well on the publication that we're going to be talking about today. Great. Um, so, Nanette, if you're listening, hi. Shout out to you. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> so, this is a study that I've been wanting to do actually for a long time. Um, my experiences in practice showed me that clients were um, always looking for their own information. Mm-hmm. Um, so, either online or, you know, they were having a chat to their breeder or groomer or next door neighbor uh, whoever and then they would bring the information to me and then always wanted to know what I thought of that information right and there were certainly times when I felt that the clients were sometimes going elsewhere and not coming to me for that information yeah, for sure. um, so I wanted to know more I really wanted to know you know look what their needs were um, where they were looking and also why they were looking as well Yep, good, good, good idea. Absolutely. And I, and I feel the same when I'm in appointments. It's always interesting. Um, people are happy to share where they have uh, found this information. And it is interesting to know why they pick those sources. So. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes really unlikely sources as true, well. True. Um, <laughs> and it makes you wonder why, why they've actually gone to that particular source for that information. So tell us a little bit more about the design of the study and how the study went. Sure. So this is what we call a qualitative study, which basically means that we're not after numbers or stats necessarily, but we're after people's thoughts, their lived experiences, and we really want an in-depth understanding of the subject matter. Um, So when, you know, when we went out to have a look to see what was already published, Mm -hmm. there really wasn't a lot out there. Um, There are very few studies that have examined pet owners' experiences for online searches, for pet health information, and specifically we don't know how those search experiences may impact owners' interactions and relationships with veterinarians. True. So we, uh, we did a series of interviews, they're focus groups, 
There were five focus groups in total with 26 pet carers in total. Uh, They were all in the GTA area um, and then conducted a thematic analysis on all of the data. So, you know, the interviews were recorded, they were transcribed and then the analysis was done. And then we found what we found. That's uh, that's a lot of work and that's a lot of people. So it sounds like you had a good a good base. Yeah, I think so. It's you know it's it's not a study that's um, meant to represent every single pet owner out there. That's not sure. the the idea of it. Uh, what it is, it's really you know we want to understand depth of experience and why these people are doing what they're doing, um, and numbers don't always explain why people do things right um you know you could say 50 percent of people go and look on a particular website but that's not going to answer the why question right so so that's why we always speak to people when we need to know why right very interesting can you tell us more about the results yeah for sure so we had quite a few themes that came out of you know what people had said and what they were thinking about this um subject that we were exploring So owners did view that the veterinarians were their most trusted source of pet health information and they also wanted supplemental online pet health information. So what that means is that they it's not that they didn't trust the information that was coming from veterinarians. In fact, quite the opposite, they did. Um, But they were often going to their vets and saying, you know, look, I found, you know, X, Y and Z on dental disease, for instance, but I really want to know more. Do you have more information to give me? So that was one. Owners also wanted online information um, that really sort of supplemented what they were finding. So like that dental disease example, you know, they, they found they found maybe something that might have answered their question, but they really were not sure that that was the correct answer or if it was the right okay. thing to do. So they always wanted to come back to the vet and to say, well, can you verify this? Right. Can you tell me if this is correct or do you have something else to give me? So all of those things were encouraging. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I think from, from you know, from a um, veterinarian's point of view, especially vets who even in practice, right. I think hearing that is is good news, quite frankly, because um, because the, the information that vets are giving is is valued. Absolutely. And it's good to hear that because I, I, I do find, you know, um, and certainly it, it's not that I don't appreciate, of course, everybody's going to do searches nowadays. It's so available on your, you know, your iPhone or internet or whatnot. And so I do. Um, and in fact, it's nice when people have done a little bit of research and, and uh, on their own. But um, but yeah, there's always this part of you that's a bit nervous and thinking, wow, do they do they want my opinion? Do they respect my opinion? And uh, it's glad to hear. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's came, came through loud and clear that they certainly do they respect your opinion but they also want more more information information. um and the other the other thing that came out of all of this was they really wanted the veterinarians to recommend online information resources okay so you know and ideally they particularly said we wanted affiliated with the veterinary profession oh interesting so it's not like they wanted it you know from any old source out there they really wanted it as part of that veterinary profession and it's almost as though they wanted that stamp of quality and stamp right. of assurance to say this is this is good information and this is what you should be reading. And in fact, one of our participants said, you know, he he or she, I don't know who it was, um, had been, you know, they they go to to a website which is called the Mayo Clinic. So this is, you know, obviously something for for human medicine. And he he or she, <laughs> again, don't know who. Um, 
you know, made particular reference to that and said, well, well wouldn't it be great if we had something similar for our animals as well? Sure. Um, and so, you know, they really do want something that's verified, checked off and, and solid information that they can refer to, um, which was, I think... Excellent to absolutely. hear. Absolutely. Now, did they mention whether um, they would like a, a reference to a specific website or um, information that's printed or emailed? Or did they mention any kind of format or is just verbally saying, yes, that uh, particular website or information is correct? Yeah. So so then I think that that's a great question because then it moves on into their their relationship with the veterinarian as okay. well. So so what they ideally wanted to do was to, you know, go to their veterinarian and say, hey, I found this website. Um, can you look at it and can you tell me, okay. give me your, um, your, thoughts, your thoughts and opinions on this website? And if you don't think it's good enough or if you don't think it's correct, can you can you send me somewhere else oh, okay. online? And, and it was interesting that some of the um, participants in the study actually said, you know, sometimes they were comfortable doing that and other times they were not. Okay. And so when the relationship with their veterinarian was good, what they described as being good, um, some of the participants said, you know, they had confidence in doing that because they, they knew that relationship was strong. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, in contrast, some of the participants said, you know, like I have a good relationship with my vet, but I don't want to mess that up. And they were kind of a little bit apprehensive about taking that information to their vet because they thought, well, my relationship's good. We right. know what, what would happen if I did this and then I would mess up that good relationship. So it was, it was sort of the, the same concept, but different Weighing perspectives. Out the, yeah. the risks of that, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it, it, I, I have to say, I mean, I have heard, um, you know, in the exam room, some clients um, say, well, you know what, I was talking to my friend or my uh, breeder or whatever, and I hope you don't mind, you know, and, and it's almost like they're a bit reluctant yeah. or there's some nervousness. And, you know, often I say, hey, that's great. The more information, the better. Let's talk about this let's let's find out what opinions people have and yeah and so I think they almost feel a bit relieved when you kind of give them that permission and say it's it's okay yeah. <laughs> to, to look and talk to other people I don't have a monopoly on yeah. on this so yeah and and that's exactly what it was it was you know when they perceived there being a good relationship right. with their veterinarian they they wanted um, that ability to go to them and say, look, I found this information. Can we just have a chat about it? Sure. And they feel comfortable asking and, that. Yeah. And they feel comfortable asking that. But but there were instances and, we, you know, there were some examples that some of the participants brought up where that was not the case. Okay. So they would, you know, take that information to their veterinarians thinking, you know, the vet would be okay with it. But the the opposite happened. They sort of said, "Well, you know, well, why are you going there? And why why are you sure. looking at that?" I, and I mean, those are not the words that they used, obviously. But you know, it was the sentiments much the same. And so that client or that that pet carer would then walk away thinking, "Oh, well, that was just a you know bad idea." Yeah, go well. And uh, maybe I should just go out on my own to find out this information. Or you know, in the worst case situation, they might change vets as well wow. because that relationship had now broken down and they weren't so comfortable. That's terrible. Interacting with that veterinarian. So yeah, so the impacts were um, both positive and negative depending on the response from the veterinarian, right. but then also depending on how the clients felt in the first place about their relationship going into it. Sure. So so as uh, veterinarians, um, is there something that we can do to s- support that um, conversation 
uh, or, you know, open that conversation so that, um, that, you know, there can be an honest dialogue? I think so. I, you know, we're, we're all leading busy lives. And I mean, let's face it, the day in any practice is super busy. And you don't always get the chance to stop and go look for online resources for your clients. True. And that's, that's, that's a given. So I think, you know, two things. One would be, if your client does bring information to you, is is to just take that little bit of time to acknowledge it, right? And just to say, you know, hey, that's great that you've gone out and looked for for that information. You're obviously interested in dental disease. Say, mm-hmm. um, would you like? you know, more information because we as a practice have some. Right. Can I send you a link? Can I can I give you some printed material? Um, and I think in, you know, in most situations that client's going to go, oh, wow, that's great. Yes, I would like that link. Yes, I would like that printed material because I want to know more. Sure, sure. So I think, uh, so, so that's the first thing is the acknowledgement and just inviting the client to show them, show the veterinarian what it is that they have found. I think secondly is, maybe as a practice just to sit down and say okay let's all decide on what resources that are out there that we are happy with that we would be happy to provide for our clients and maybe it is a link to a website maybe there are some printed resources that you can kind of keep as a catalog to say look you know if let's do one for dental disease let's do one for osteoarthritis you know let's do one for skin disease you know all of the common things that come in Mm -hmm. Uh, and then that way you're not sort of scrambling to find this information at the last minute right you've got it Uh, your client comes in you acknowledge you talk about the what they found and then you say well we've we've got more we've got other information here you know, what do you think? Do you, would you like some more? And absolutely, I'm going to say nine out of ten times that client's going to say yes. Sure, and, and they're going to walk away feeling like that relationship is stronger. The vet listened to them, and now they have information that's been verified. Right, that's been stamped and sort of checked off by the vet and they feel more confident with that. For sure. And, you know, I, I always like sending supplemental information and I know um, uh, our particular clinic subscribes to a company that has these, you know, pre-written articles on common diseases. And um, I, I used to print them, but to be honest with you, now I try to email them. And one of the reasons why I like doing that is because the person can review the disease that we were discussing um, and recommendations. And then they can actually, when they email back, and emails to our our front desk, um, which I think is fantastic. And it gives them another method to contact us. Um, And, you know, I I forget what the the old saying is, but, you know, you hear what 10% of what people say to you. And I can imagine that in the exam room, um, and as you suggested, it's such a a tight time that, um, you know, when you're talking about a a complicated disease process and and what this means for for the family and the pet, that it, it must be overwhelming. So I think sending some supplemental information and and not uncommonly, um, there, you know, especially with COVID times, you know, we'll have one family member that will come in with their pet. And I have no doubt that that person sometimes will go home and, you know, the partner or the family at home will say, well, what did the vet say? And, you know, <laughs> what did they say and what do they remember? Right. Yeah. So I think having that supplemental information is really important. Yeah. And, you know, I think with, with online information, it's, it's literally providing a link, right? You know, you don't even have to print anything. You don't even have to physically see that person. And as you say, you could text them that link, you could email them that link. 
you could even put those links on your clinic's website as True. well. Um, so, you know, you could say, you know, we'll go to our website because we've got a resources page for want of a better whatever yeah, term. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, you know, and, and here we've got all the links on there for you. So in the comfort of your own home, when you have some time, make yourself a cup of tea, sit down right. and, you know, you can read a little bit more about dental disease at home. Um, and then that way, to your point, you know, they can get the other carers in the house involved as well, which is one of the things that always... Um, I guess worried me a little bit but when you when you have that one person come right. in um, and and sometimes I would hear that they're not the main carer for that dog or cat mm-hmm. um, and I always worried about that with things like diabetes and seizure control um, you know with giving seizure medication for instance and I'm thinking okay so the information that I'm giving to you who's not the primary carer I wonder how much of that information actually gets to the primary carer yeah, good point so so it's a I think for 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 that kind of dynamic as well it's often a good good thing to to kind of um, just to to provide that information that they can sit and read at home yeah excellent I, I think that's great I mean so what I've learned from this really valuable study is that we do need to listen to our clients uh, we need to invite them to discuss where they're getting their information from um, and and you know congratulate them on, on on studying and looking for further information to support their pets health uh, but that we can be a really excellent resource for them to say hey that's good information or here's some better information yeah yeah, yeah I think so and I think they they you know that they, they want it this is this is not something that they're going to push back and say no they're in quite the contrary they're going to say yes you know give me for more. sure yeah yeah and in this day and age of technology and information is just so available um I, I think this is just such valuable information and i really like the idea of getting the team together and saying hey what resources do you share because i know even amongst the three doctors here um you know sometimes i'll talk to shannon or omar and they'll say oh well this is what i usually give the clients right. and and so again having a resources page or or meeting as a team and saying hey you know technicians and veterinarians and assistants and and our, our you know yeah. our customer service at the front like what can we do to support our clients so I yeah think that's a really great study yeah and I think if you've got you know the information consolidated in the one spot say on a yeah. website for instance then your um, client service assistants on the front desk can direct your clients there as well right your 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 veterinary technicians can have that conversation to say you know look we have these resources available for you you can have a look uh, and then come back to me if you have any questions, which I think is so empowering for our clients that, you know, they would just, uh, I mean, you know, wins all round, wins for them, win for the pet, yeah, win, win for, for the veterinarian yeah. t- team as well. It's just amazing, I think, yeah. That's great. Well, what a fantastic study. Um, Dr. Deep Kosa, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, we hope you'll come back to Vet Sessions. Uh, for all of our listeners, thank you very much for listening to us today. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, please check out at Vet Sessions. Or if you have a question or an idea for a show, please email us at vetsessions at hotmail.com.